Praise be Jesus and Mary. Now and forever. What does Jesus want us to do? Love him. Love him, yeah. Trust him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say no to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Etc. 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 There's a lot of things he wants us to do. All of them are saying yes. All of them are doing the work. All of them are choosing to be Christians. It's a fundamental choice. And um, it's really interesting that in this gospel, it's John 21, 1 through 19 today, that um, where Jesus appeared to the, uh, the apostles, they were, this was just shortly after, um, shortly after Easter Sunday. So he appeared to them the first time um, with the two disciples on the, on the way to uh, Emmaus. Remember when, what did he do at that time? A little bit louder today. He broke the bread and then they understood it was him. That's and right. They appeared to him. Mm-hmm. And they appeared to us. And then did uh, after he um, after he said mass for them, did he disappear? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. he disappeared into the bread. Yeah. He disappeared into the bread. That's right. Exactly. So that he was still with them, and then they got to eat him, but. That's right. So that was one. Then they, he came in the upper room, remember? And who? Um, and what did St. Thomas do? Put his hand in his side. That's right. And this is the third time um, after Easter that Jesus appears. But what were the apostles doing? They were talking to themselves. No, in this gospel today. They were fishing. They were fishing. Because why? They were hungry. They were fishermen. They had work to do. It was their duty. So you think they went back to what they were doing before? Yeah. They had to. I mean, they had their families to take care of. I mean, a lot of them were married. I don't think St. John was, but I know Peter was because he talks about his wife in the gospel and his mother-in-law and this and that. I mean, they had mouths to feed. Just days after... It wasn't like everybody's just like hanging out and talking and whatnot. They had to go back to work, and so they were they were fishing all night. They were doing their duty. They were working. And that that's what that's what really struck me was that um, that they were like, okay, well, you know, it's you know, we love our Lord and we've seen him a couple times, but it's not like we can just hang out and just chit chat with one another. Like there's stuff to do. Yeah. Right? It's like we're on the farm. There's, there's always stuff to do, and that's what we do. We got, we got to get our work done. And so the, um, the, uh, the idea of, uh, of discipline and of work and of needing to get done what you need to get done and saying yes. This is in the beginning. What does Jesus want us to do? He wants us to say yes to what he puts right in front of us, which is our duty, to continue working, not to, not to stop and think, oh, well, is, you know, is Russia going to take over all of Europe and... Is the warning coming and this and that? Or I wonder about uh, if we're going to go do this. Or, like, you could you could speculate on lots of different things about our future, about your individual future, anything. But Jesus is like, no, you get up in the morning, you go do your duty. Let me take care of the rest of it. And that's what the apostles did. It's, it's very interesting. Um, another really cool detail is um, they hadn't caught any fish, right? 
And Jesus said, cast your, um, cast your net out over the starboard side. Starboard means as you're standing on the, um, on a boat or a ship and you're looking forward, then it's your right hand side. Those are the ones that have green lights on them. Same with airplanes. Starboard is green. Port is the left hand side. And those are the red lights. Just by the way, not that the fishing boat back in Jesus' time had red and green lights on it, but <laughs> these days, if you see it, that's what that is. Um, and when they, uh, when they pulled up the fish, how many did they get? Remember the number? 153. 153. You know why I always think that's a really cool number? Why? What else is 153? The wound from Jesus' body? Uh, no, that was like... He told St. Bridget that he had like 5,200 wounds or something. No. How many Hail Marys is in a full rosary? Oh. 153. Oh. Yeah. Three decades, the, the, glory, the joyful, sorrowful, and glorious, each have 50. And if you say the first three Hail Marys, 50, 50, 50, you're done. It's 153. Anyway, I always thought that was really cool. Of all of the things, like there's a number that's mentioned in the gospel, and then the rosary ends up being that. So anyway, mm-hmm. just just a cool detail. Um, but anyway, the uh, I, I think the point with this is that um, that we have to do our duty, right? Like our our job is to just put one foot in front of the other, and um, and the enemy of that could be imagination, and if we let our minds go. And we let our thought process go and just like, okay, this, there's a whole bunch of like, what if scenarios? Like, well, what if this happens? Or what if I have to do that? Or what if this bad thing happens? Or what if this really good thing happens? Ooh, I hope it does. Like there's all these things that can distract us and can let our imaginations go. And it takes us away from what's called the sacrament of the present moment. The apostles went back to the sacrament of the present moment. They did their duty, right? And so for us, what we have to do is what we say is, Dear Lord Jesus, help me to live right now well. Regardless of what's happened before, regardless of what we think might happen later, which whether we're anxious about it or whether we're, you know, we're too attached and kind of excited about it or whatever, we have to live in the present moment. And, frankly, that's the only place where the will of God is active, is now. Because heaven's what's called the eternal now. Um, I Actually, I don't think that I've used this analogy with y'all before, but um, your mom and I talked about it a lot um, years ago, but uh, have y'all seen a record player? So it's a, there, yeah, it's it's a, an old way, it's kind of like an old-timey CD, think of it that way, it has music on it, but you put it on this little, um, this spinning disc, it's a, it's a spinning platter, and there's a, an arm, yeah. Oh, that's right. In a wonderful life. Yep. They have them. And you put the needle down, and wherever the needle and it spins, it spins the disc past the needle, and um, and then it makes music. But here's the thing. So if if, if a record might last an hour, like there's an hour's worth of music, then um, then you start it at the outside, then it goes all the way to the inside, and then um, and then when it's done, then there's no more music. But at any point in there, you know, half an hour in, 45 minutes in, at that point then whatever the people are singing or the music's coming out comes out of the speakers and it's real. But it's just, it's only right where the needle touches the record. The music that's already played, the music that's already played from the beginning is gone and that's called your history. 
the music that hasn't come yet is called your future. And you don't know what that is. I mean, unless you've listened to the record before, it's like your God. But on your own, if you think of a record as your life, you don't know what's coming next. And frankly, you can't do anything about the music that's already played in the past. You can't do anything about what's coming because, frankly, it's not written yet. You haven't chosen it. But at that moment, right now, right now, only right now, the present moment, that's when it's alive. That's when the music comes. It's the only time we can do anything is right now. So your life is made up of a whole sequence of a whole bunch of right nows. And that's the only time you can do anything. So don't let yourself get distracted by worrying about the future, mulling over the past. In the Christian life and in the healthy life, even non-Christians, just that they, they talk about it a lot. It's a tried and true human principle. You have to live in the present moment. Yes, Mary Skid. No, 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 we should, because our Lord wants us to. It doesn't mean that you, that's a fantastic question, Mary Sophia. No, it does not. What it means is you do your best, but when something happens, when the life, when, when our Lord gives you a different situation, because he gives us all the situations, this is like the St. Alphonsus uniformity of God's will. Um, so he's going to dictate to you the situation he sends you. But you should still plan, and you should still try, and you should still pray and discern what our Lord wants you to do, um, but because otherwise, then you get into like this. Mary, if you think about like when you're driving, if you take your what's called taking your hands off the wheel. Like if I were driving down the highway and I took my hands off the wheel, then like okay, well, I'm, right now I'm okay and I'm just living in the present moment. And I don't really care, and I look away and take my hands off the wheel. What's going to happen? Totally going to crash. It's the same thing with your life. Like you know, you have to do the best you can and drive with the road that's right in front of you. That's like right now. Um, but it, and so we should try, but we should also be, um, be prepared if the Lord closes that road and there's an exit and then we have to get off that road and go on to a different exit. We're like, okay, fine. I'm going that way. That's being docile. And that's also, um, I guess it's also our duty to, um, uh, make the most out of what God gives us. And that's today. That's right. And then it, that is a form of our duty, is by doing what we think we're supposed to be doing. And, um, and then if he changes it, if he gives us something different, then we make the best of it. Like, okay. It's like you stand tall, salute the flag, and say, yes, sir, and like, go that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tracy. crash crashes It will. And it's owie. Mm-hmm. So our prayer is, dear Jesus, help me to live your holy will right now. Like you, that's just something very simple like that. Just help me to live it right now and to not worry about anything else. Christ our King. Amen.